Hey, nerds! It's Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Exclusive tabletop game podcast for the uh, Pacific Northwest. All levels of gamers. Analog gaming. Tabletop news. Dungeons and Dragons. Stupid, mindless, bad. There will definitely be some bet. That's probably our best. A lot that, of that's, stupid that's, our, that's our best feature. You are listening to the Geeks of Cascadia podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon. Hey, Geeks. Blue Samurai here, and I am with... Rebeculous. And somewhere here is the other guy. I am still Paul. That's the it one. Is, and it is episode 67, <laughs> Cascadia. Woo! I thought it was 68 last time we did this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> right. It is 68. Man, I am just, I'm losing it. Start I, over. Let's start over. Definitely. <laughs> no, we start, no, no, we're, we're not over. starting over. Why do I start over? Because we already, this is the second time that we started <laughs> over. <laughs> so anyway, we have a great show for you today. We are doing Dungeons and Dragons versus Rick and Morty, my two favorite things. So... We will be doing a uh, review and unboxing. Morty, Rick. And then after, well, no, Morty. we'll do an unboxing Rick. first, and then we'll Rick. we'll do Morty second. Sorry. So that's how we'll do it. <laughs> In the meantime, we got some con news. So, uh, Paul, and you also got some uh, news for our fans out there. Oh yeah, hey, um, right now, um, Gen Con, which everyone loves, Gen Con is um, um, wrapping up online. Um, apparently, I saw online that some people went to Indianapolis to enjoy Gen Con. Oh, dear. Um, those people were fools. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I hope you, you liked um, Steak and Shake, uh, but you didn't get to go to Gen Con. Because um, it's online this year. Hello. Um, they have costume contests. They've got a whole, they had a whole bunch of stuff going on, but I I didn't attend because I had to work the whole time. Um, so that's con news. Gen Con online. Pax was a week ago, I think, two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, did you, are you serious that people actually went? I saw on the, the the Gen Con fanboy page. Oh wow! That people went to Gen Con. Expecting to be in Gen Con. I like how you said fanboy, and then you backed up, and the little fan behind you shows up. There's the. Are fan. you a fanboy? This is the fan. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is the fanboy right here. Yeah, don't move. <laughs> I love Zoom. I love this age of Zoom and COVID. I, I love the whole pandemic. It makes everything so much easier. Yes. There are some things I like about it. And what else do you got, Paul? Also, like a phone number. I want to start a um a community thing, very much like they used to have on the on the Nerds podcast, which they which they called the community cardboard, where you email us, and you have a project that you're working on that you want to get um noticed, or maybe that you've got a, a Kickstarter or a friend with a Kickstarter that you want us to talk about. Email us at geeksofcascadia at gmail.com. Maybe you just have, maybe you, you listen to our podcast with a friend or a spouse, and it's their birthday. And you want to say happy birthday or happy anniversary, and just email us, and we will do that. Maybe you're just lonely and want to maybe say hi. Just lonely. Um, and if they are just lonely and want to say hi, is there any number they could call? There, if you want to, you can really call. Our new phone number, which is 20861 Geeks. Again, and that's, that's 40861 Geeks. 43357. Yeah, I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it and see what, what happens. Rebecca has a math degree. It's Idaho. It's Idaho. We're not even in Idaho. We're not in Idaho. It was the closest I could get. Oh. <laughs> Pacific Northwest. Is this your voice on here then? Let's see. Let's see who answers. I'm calling it. What? It's just some it. rando. Hello? Rebecca? That's not. Did, that's Rebecca? Are you talking to me? 
There you are. Yes. Neat. It go that's so cool. I mean look, you, I can talk directly yeah. to Paul. Even like your your phone number. Well not your real phone number, but a phone number. Not my real phone number now. This is it. That's, this is what uh, the fans have wanted to talk to Paul. That's now they weird. can. Okay. And you can call, call him anytime, day call or night, and he will answer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. All right. Even at 3 a.m. because he's already working by then, right? Uh, yeah, I'm already at work by then. Call, call, me, how, call me at 3 a.m. anytime because I'm up. It shows but us you, how much we love our fans out we there. We love our fans. We want to have interact with our fans and build community. Please subscribe. Please rate us. Oh, yes. Um, rate. Rate. Give us more podcasts. Give us five stars. Yes. We will uh, say whatever you want, but give us five stars, and uh, you will, we, will, we will come up with a group to call you. Yes. Uh, Paul, do you have any other news? That's uh, about it. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, Rebeculous and I have some tabletop game news. Rebeculous, would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? It's your choice. Uh, you have more, and you're, more, you're a good closer. So I think I'll just start, because okay. I, I really only glanced at this... Uh, Umbrella Academy one. I didn't have time to prepare, but I did yeah. watch the Umbrella Academy season two, episode one, uh, the other night, and I loved it, and uh, and I can't wait to watch more. And then I looked on Kickstarter, and lo and behold, there is an Umbrella Academy card game, which is a board end card game, which is based on the comics. Uh, the illustrations are really cool. They're right out of the comics. Uh, it looks great. I haven't read the comics yet. I should do that. It's by Gerard Way and Gabrielle Bach. Um, they're out of L.A., Los Angeles and suckers already funded. But uh, if you, um, you know, there's tiers and you get the standard edition. If you pay 25 bucks, really neat. It's a really cool graphics, a box, a tray, a rule sheet, 199 game cards. If you pay 45 bucks, you get some plastic tokens and a different size game board and some extra cards. And then there's a collector's edition, et cetera, et cetera. Oh my gosh. It kind of goes on and on. And uh, it looks really cool. And umbrella Academy, it's a, comic it's a board game it's a show it's fun i like it yeah i've only seen too. one episode though so me too did it do you want to watch more after seeing the yes one? Mm -hmm. yeah you should and that you was should. right after i watched netflix uh cursed has anyone seen cursed haven't seen cursed but no. heard good things about it oh yeah. no maybe it was dark it's a little heard good things about different uh take on the arthinian tales but uh i liked it it's pretty good. There's so much to watch. There's a lot of good stuff. There's too much. There is too much. Yes. Yes. So uh, what are uh, the other things we have for Tabletop Game News? Uh, straight from Tabletop Game News. Uh, we got uh, from the RPG Forbidden Lands. I have never played it. Uh, I've heard good things about it, but uh, maybe one of these days we'll have to play it. Crypt of the Mollified Mage Adventures, and I hope I got that uh, right because it's M-E-L-L-I. F-I-E-D, so Melfied, Melfied? Melfied? But it sounds right. pretty cool, so check it out. That is available. Also, um, do you like Twilight Imperium? Do you like Galactic uh, Conquest? Do you like playing a game for 12 hours? Well, um, check out. Oh. Fantasy Flight announces Prophecy of the Kings expansion for Twilight Imperium, a major new expansion that is coming soon from Fantasy Flight, and it will greatly increase your options for the game. So instead of 12 hours, it'll be 24 hours. That joke does hey. not get old. He's a Pete. <laughs> I do like Twilight Imperium. It just whew, takes a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next is, uh, and this is happening, well, of course, you're going to get this later, but at Gen Con, uh, Japan Anime Games um, is going to online sale, but you can check them out. Um, they do, they take your favorite anime and turn turntable top game. For example, Robotech was a cool show that I saw growing up. And uh, I think, uh, did you two watch Robotech at all? No, Never heard of it. Wonder if I'm a big fan. No, I grew up in Minnesota. I don't think we had that. Probably not much. Over yeah, um, what, what, cheese and corn? What? Yeah. Pretty much it. There was anime. I watched, I watched Kimba the White Lion when I was a little kid. Found out recently that was anime. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, wow. Speed Racer. Let's Speed Racer. That's a good one. That's, That's good. Nice. Uh, moving on. So we got Fancy Flight announces X-Men Mutant Insurrection card games. So check that out. If you like Marvel, if you like mutants, if you like card games, hey, you get hey. all three in one. Do you have um, a favorite? Do you have a favorite X-Men? Who, me? Or a woman? Yeah, you. 
You guys. I have you and Paul. Oh, favorite X Men. Well, yes. Person. See, I, person. Li- I like I like Wolverine, but then someone goes, "Well, everybody likes Wolverine." But I liked Wolverine back in the eighties when you know before it was cool to like Wolverine. Before it was cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Paul, do you have a favorite? Um, no. <laughs> Alrighty. I'm a DC guy. I have the my favorite from comic book book person is um, Doctor Fate. I mean, no, no, I take that back. It's Booster Gold. Which oh is yeah, DC. that's a that's an odd one. Yeah. Booster hmm. Gold is the best. Never heard of that. Never heard yeah. of that. Look it up. I just watched a bunch of movies, not just, but who is the dude who is the dude who's all like metal, like all giant metal guy in like the second or third X Men movie. Oh, you're they... talking about Colossus? Yes, yeah, that's Colossus. the guy. Yes. I like him because he's giant and made of metal. Yes. He's great in, in, in the second Deadpool movie. Yes. Yes, yes that's the guy. <laughs> that's the guy. Uh, also, I don't know if he's my favorite. but Also, uh, it, with Paizo, Paizo announces a complete character chronicles for Pathfinder, so check that out. Uh, they're made from Beetle and Grimm, um, so check that out. Uh, uh, they do a lot of stuff, actually, Beetle and Grimm. Uh, if you want, let's say... Uh, Adventure, they, they do D&D stuff too. You just got to pay a little premium, but uh, you get some nice goodies with it. Uh, also, Forge World is taking orders for the Quinn Jaw figure for 40K. So if you're into 40K, check that out. Um, I couldn't get into it because I'm not a good painter and I couldn't get all those miniatures. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, that, that, that's time. Yeah, it is a lot of time. It is a lot of time. Um, also, Fantasy Flight previews the new X-Wing release. With Gen Con Online happening, there's a bunch of announcements going out. By the time this comes out, uh, you're not going to – it'll be a little too late, but I'm sure if you went online or checked out Fantasy Flight, you'll, you'll, you'll see it. But they've got six new expansion sets coming out for X-Wing. You know, I have never played X-Wing, uh, the game, but I have seen people play it, so it seems pretty cool. It looks but, cool. Yeah, I mean, there, there's some stuff like Heavy Expansion Pack, Heralds of Hope, Squadron Pack. Uh, but anyway, there's a bunch of expansion packs. You should check it out if you're into that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what do you guys want to do? You want to um, check out the uh, unboxing? I think you two. Did you two do it? Did we all three have did it? I can't remember. We unboxed. I, I, I think no, Paul I think and I unboxed. allowed. Yes. yes. Now, we banned you for some to reason. the viewers out there, we did this unboxing before the world blew up, before the pandemic. Yeah, That's why Paul and I are sitting so close to each other in the yes. video. Yes. Oh, looks like I was in there. So um, all three of us were way too close and we're not wearing masks, but we didn't know there was COVID. Didn't know. We sip out of each other's beer anyway. Spit Paul's COVID. beer. He spits in mine. There was COVID. There, were, there was no COVID when we did this. That's right. There was no COVID. There's no. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, anyway. Oh. Yes. Uh, oh my God. Is that Bob? It is Bob. Bob. Hi, Bob. This is Bob the COVID. So with that, let's go check out the unboxing of Dungeons and Dragons versus Rick and Morty. This section of the podcast is brought to you by Around the Table, Linwood's premier game store and hangout for game lovers of all ages. Buy a game, play one of ours, or join us for a drink. Whichever you choose, you'll have a great time. Around the Table Game Pub. Now back to our show. Hey guys, here we are. We're doing the unboxing of the Dungeons and Dragons versus Rick and Morty. Wow, which, so cool. Yes. So I think we should all go on the record of um, how we feel about Dungeons and Dragons. We love Dun- Dungeons and Dragons. We love Dungeons and Dragons. And how do, how do we feel about Rick and Morty? I love Rick and Morty. Watched every episode. You guys? Do you see the neutral look <laughs> on my face? I've watched an episode of Rick and Morty, and I enjoyed it. Just one episode? Just one episode. Just now. Just, just like, wow. like, like three days ago. Well, I the, like them both. It's like... Peanut butter and chocolate. It's really fun. Oh. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. It was, it was mind-bending. It was hilarious. Does it, it was, make you want to watch more Rick and Morty? It does. But oh, um, but seasons one through three are behind a paywall because Turner. Well, I got some Blu-rays. <laughs> Do you? Yes. Okay. Maybe I should borrow your Blu-rays. You should. Maybe I should. You should. Yeah. Because I really, I, was like, I didn't have any interest until mm-hmm. this this came out and wanted to um, check it out and because um. This person who's not our maybe your friend, Shelley Mass Noble, um, 
<laughs> said this, this is great for everybody. It's like, it okay. is. And uh, this was inspired by the comic book by, um, by Z- I want to say last name Zub, because uh, he's the one that wrote it. And um, he, Patrick Rothfuss. Yeah. And so D- Wizard said, hey, man, this is cool. We want a piece of that. So I invited him over and... Uh, Jim Zub and Patrick Rolfus um, decided to put this all together. Yes, and um, this and Kate Welsh, by the way, Kate. Kate, Welsh. Kate yes, Kate she, she's the lead the design adventure. person. Yes, and it is really, really good. It is. Good. It is really, really good. We're not going to spoil it for you. That's going to yes, be a different. This is spoiler episode. free. Yes. This is more of just we're just going to do an unboxing. We're going to show you what we got in there. And we're wow. going to talk a little bit about. Sounds risky. Um, I guess my feelings about it because I'm the one who's read everything. You have no feelings. I have feelings about this. Oh, all right. So we should get into it. We then. should. So first of all, the box. The box. You get the box. It's funny. Which is over here. The you don't unbox great. the box because that's the box. And the box. You can the box use you can use this part as a dice rolling tray if you want. It comes with two dice trays. Good. Which you, is great. I suppose you have to watch Rick and Morty to know what wubba lubba dub dub refers to. Probably. Probably. It is very. Well, you watch, don't you know? I. You just have to watch it. <sighs> Uh, That's this, not going to get me to watch This it. is fun for people who do not do not play Rick and Morty. Do, do not watch Rick and Morty. Is it? Yes. How? Um, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well let's, let's go into the boxing. So first, we get the box. But you get the box. Inside the box, inside the box you get a million little boxes. Pre-generated character sheets. Mm, yes. Which are great because, well, let's, let's like, for example, you're playing Morty, who's playing Keth Silverson, Rogue. Oh, Urchin, mm-hmm. half Got orc. Here. Yes, and we'll just tell you there is. Was it five character sheets? Five character have? sheets. So one for Summer, one for Beth, one for um, Jerry, who apparently Rick doesn't love that much. No, and um, one for Morty, one for um, Meatface, who is a new character added Meat to the face. game. Right, right. So these are obviously pre-generated characters that you can be. So. Yes. Something to look forward for. And they actually use the 5th edition rules for the um, for these characters. Yes. By the way. And during the adventure, adventure sounds too long to me. It's a dungeon crawl. During the dungeon crawl, so the, the, the premise is Rick has created this dungeon because he's a mm-hmm. wizard. And he runs his beloved family, <laughs> except for Jerry, through this dungeon. Right. And um, and they play D and D, and so it comes with an adventure as well, which comes, is I think yes. you've got that. I've right got there. the adventure. You've got the rule book. Mm-hmm. Hold it up. Yep, here's the rule book. Of course, we'll put it on the screen too. Uh-huh, you bet. And okay. what's really great about this rule book, and I won't again. This is going to make the spoiler free. There's a lot, you know, very similar. There's no, similar there's no, to the there, there's no spoilers in the rule book, but the, there's a lot of commentary by Rick. Yes. Uh, there's some alt rules in here. Mm-hmm. Actually. I've heard from several people that this is actually uh, might be if you're first time in the D and D, this might be a cool thing to get into. Actually, helps you really. One hundred percent. This is I have read um, the the, the beginners mm-hmm. box for mm-hmm. some reason, the essentials kit, um, the Dungeons and Masters guide, <laughs> uh, the player's handbook. Um, this is the best intro to D&D rules that I have read. Wow. It's it's really, really good. It's like, wow. oh, oh, I get it now. It says a lot because Paul knew nothing about D&D. Three about years ago, I knew nothing about D&D. Nothing. nothing about D&D. And this is, this is the, the best introduction to the rules of Dungeons & Dragons, 5th edition, that I have read. And I have read all of them. Well, that's a good tip because D&D itself is... Kind of complex. It's kind of complex. You've never played before, this, and you're an adult. This starts and you're out real simple. To, like, figure right. Things and, out. And, and the book itself is about sixty pages. The rule book. Yeah. And uh, that's my it's attention span. But I there's could a lot, do that. It is. It's a lot Maybe. of pictures. You'd like it. Oh, a lot, a lot of pictures. Of pictures. For you. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah, lots absolutely. of funny commentary from Rick and Morty. Yes. Um, on but back to the character sheets. On the back side of the character sheets, because during this dungeon crawl, you level up a couple times. There's instructions for leveling up. Oh, okay. And even if you continue with these characters and some other adventure afterwards, there's, there's rules for leveling up after that. So that's Thanks. totally cool. That, then that's no spoiler. You're going to level up. It's going right. to be fun. And what else comes in the box? You've got, the uh, box. you're holding back on the uh, dungeon. Yeah, we've got, screen, well, right? we've got the, the, the DM screen, yeah. which oh, I on that up. You one that up. side has yes. the stuff you need to, to play the game. Tables, because the rules are slightly different, right? R- rules are a little bit, a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not too bad. 
Sorry, my screen's making a fart sound there. Right. <laughs> Which is sure, it's great the for screen. <laughs> we're talking about yes. Rick and Morty, so it's yes. great. Um, there is the um, rule book, which yes. is the best rule book. There is the adventure, which mm-hmm. is um, the Lost Dungeons of Wickedness, Big Rick Energy. Mm-hmm. And you get, oh, we got the dice. You got yes. 11, 11 dice. Mm-hmm. That's oh, this is great. They're all yellow and stuff. So where do you get? Where can you get this at? You can get this at your friendly local game store, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Those, these are these are my special power D4s that I just happened to chuck in the box. <laughs> they don't come with a set, but but the power D4s Kickstarter was great. I've never <laughs> seen I've never seen the underside yeah. of a DM. So screen. it's like oh, yeah. something comes exciting. up. Um, a, 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 you have to make a save. Mm-hmm. You have to have a challenge for people, and it's all there. And plus, there's fun Rick and Morty art on the inside and the outside of the DM screen. This is uh, this fantastic. is the most thing that's made me want to watch Rick and Morty the this most. Fantastic. Is this more than you ever telling me about it or wearing your T-shirt or saying positive things? But it is is it incredibly it's... hilarious. Um, okay. Rick does not care for Jerry. Yeah, that plays into it a yes. little bit. He wants to kill him. Yes, oh, why? there's um, for D and D. There's a significant increase in the amount of butts. Yes. Butts. Butts. A lot of butts. There's a lot of butts. Actual butts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, yes and no. I don't want to spoil anything for you. Oh, yeah. We can't do that. Yeah, it's we can't spoil it. Um, is there anything else in the box? Or is that pretty much That's it? That's pretty much it in the box. There's not, okay. It's not like the Essentials Kit where there's a bunch of stuff in the box. Right. It's super simplified. Um, you can Which easily easily play this game. and Anybody can sit down and read the rule book and good. run this game. So there's... I mean, my recommendation, people, is that if, if you're new to D&D and you want to get into it, it's actually not that bad. Right. It's not that bad because the rules are it, – it makes it more entertaining when, when it's done by, by uh, Rick Sanchez. Yeah, exactly. I don't it's, know why, but it's, it's, it's super easier funny. to understand. Yeah. It's like it's the way it's written. It's, it's, it's super approachable. It's like, okay, I get that. Right. Where before, there's a couple things where I, – I played D&D for like three years now. A couple of things I read in the rule, but it's like, oh, I get that now. Oh, I understand. That makes sense to me. And this is available at pretty much every game store. And That's you, where you want to get it. And you can, of course, get it on Amazon. I'm you can, yeah. It's $21 on Amazon.com. If you do that, it's like a $25 everywhere else, I think. But we like to support our local game store. Yeah, support your local game store. That's really important. And for $4, stores. really. Yeah, for sure. Yes. All right. So now, what we will do is, but, oh, go ahead. No, hang sorry. on. Yes. I want to talk a little bit about the adventure, Dungeon Crawl, okay. without actually saying anything. Because we're going to play it. We're going to play it. And oh, I don't want to spoil it for them. I don't want to spoil it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some really clever stuff in here. There's some really terrible stuff in here. There's some really b- butt-centered stuff in here. Um, okay. <laughs> stuff without saying stuff. Yeah, it's it's really it's really really fun. My only one drawback is the map is they seem to number the rooms kind of randomly instead of like mm-hmm. one two three four the, the the way you would go through the rooms in the most likely fashion for your for your players. It's a little awkward, so you may want to take some notes on that where the rooms are. Well, okay. I don't watch Rick and Morty, but you had me at many butts. There's a lot so. of butts. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I, I don't know which one I'm going to pick. I might might either be Summer or Beth. Oh, here, here, here's my idea. Here, wait, 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 wait. Yes, I can. Yeah, of course. I'm, pretty, I'm a progressive person. Here's, anyway, what, here's what I want to do when we start this game. I yes. want to offer to the table. It's like, okay, we can either do this. Um, you can either roll for initiative to choose your character. Okay. Or we can do it randomly. Oh, okay. Because you can't. Can you play your? Can you do your own character in this, or you're not? You can, but it would be less fun. Okay. (laughs) I don't know why you did that. That fits perfectly. All right. Great. Great. That was was just to do a little. So anyway, um, check it out. It's super fun. If you like Rick and Morty at all and want to play D and D, this is the thing to do. Highly recommend. Yes. Yes. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks for joining us. This segment of the podcast is sponsored by Dragonflight, a tabletop games convention dedicated to promoting the educational and social benefits of gaming in the Pacific Northwest. Sign up now at Dragonflight, 
www.thepodcastnetwork.org. Now back to our show. Oh my God. I loved running Rick and Morty for my friends. I, I'm not a big fan of Rick and Morty, but you don't have to be. Uh, it, was, it was so much fun. Was I, I love the dice that came the box too. The yeah. dice were great. Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking for them. I put them away. Um, I, it was, there's so much weird stuff. It's like White Plume Mountain on acid. Yes, yes. And uh, <laughs> I, I like, you know, I, I, these bo- unboxing uh, videos that we do are pretty popular. We'll have to do some more of uh, some future stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Oh. Maybe you could do the 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 mayhem uh, dungeon mayhem, Rebecca. Oh, I would love to, since I have a that. sexy complete set. Yes. Didn't we already do that? Yeah, we might. Did we? Yeah, you did guys we do might that? have done that. I didn't you do know, that. I, I think, think you and Rebecca did that. Maybe. Hmm. Well, go back. Yeah. Go back in your. Yeah, I think we did that. Check did you? your anals and see. Go yeah. back in the anal. anals. Yes. Wait, yeah, right. Oh, no, that's just poop. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, but uh, what I really loved, it, you could actually take the basic rules out of that Rick and Morty, and you could actually run a normal D&D game. I mean, you can't use – because it's separate from the adventure because there's the two books. But it kind of explains uh, D&D in the most simplistic uh, way. It's I a, love it. It's like the rule book is the, the best book to learn D&D right now. Yeah, and, and it's, hel- it's it. hilarious too, which is great. It is, and I tried to run it like um, Griffin McElroy, mm-hmm. um, who is my, I'm sorry, everybody, Barry and um, Steve and other Steve. Um, mm-hmm. Griffin McElroy is my favorite DM. Wow, wow. <laughs> because you could just, you just, you could just see Samurai's heart breaking just a little. Sorry. Just a little bit. Griffin McElroy. Just a little um, bit. That's quite... That's quite a cool name. Griffin McElroy. Adventure Zone. Nice. I like it. Adventure yeah. Zone. Listen to the Adventure Zone. Yes. Good. Uh, but I was, like, I was just guess and. Yes, you want to do that? Sure. Great. Let's do that. Um, and I loved it. Mm, cool. Cool. Well, I think you will all love the review that we did for um, Dungeons & Dragons versus Rick and Morty. And Paul got to run the game. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, I love. I love. Turns out, I love running games. I like the review because uh, we're all kind of had different things to say about it. And I went out and watched some Rick and Morty because I'd never mm-hmm. watched it, didn't really like it, but did still like the game and tried to put some little Morty flavor because my character was Morty. Oh jeez. Character. Oh jeez. Oh, and uh, so did Doug, and uh, our other buddy Steve. Yeah. Right, getting his voice a little higher to play play Beth or yep. so it was, it was kind Steve of fun was in the, and we invited Steve into the review so he got to uh, talk a little bit about yeah. the game um, you know we I've ran a game and Paul's ran a game and I'm just waiting for Rebeculous oh, to run a game as soon as the COVID stops so I don't have to figure out all the online forge and discord and oh, stuff yeah. um, I'm not that, that smart. Not, Contrary to what I look like, I'm not that smart. I'm sorry. What? We're, we're going to talk about how to run a game online during COVID very soon. Me you and should you. Do that. Or and you and the public and us. And us me on, and um, you and um, Hobbs. Okay. And Samurai. We definitely got to get to Steve. If I feel comfortable with the technology, because we don't know when this COVID's going to end, and I don't want to wait forever to do Baldur's Gate. Sent descent to Avernus, whatever it's called. I have the books. I'm excited. It looks cool. It is cool. And I don't want to lose what I read already. I, I bought minis for Strahd. It's like I, I want to run Strahd, but I, I have all these minis, mm-hmm. and I want to use them. Not I've just created, take take a picture of them and put them on right? the. T- yeah, I actually, I created a character for both your games too. Now. Oh yeah. Well, you know, maybe we can uh, one of these times when we're all in agreement, go to that empty office someone referred to, sit six feet apart, wear some masks, yeah. and just do it. Nah. Right, we'll see. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. What should we do? What, what, what's the best thing to do? I don't, I don't know. know. 
we have no idea. Well, well with that, COVID, why don't we check out the, uh, why don't we check out the game review that we did? We should. All right, let's do that right about now. This part of the episode is brought to you by Games Plus. From board games to role-playing games to miniatures, we have something for the whole family. Come to Games Plus in Lake Stevens, Washington. Now, back to our show. Hey, geeks. Welcome to uh, Behind the DM Screen. And, of course, you know the three of the co-hosts that we are usually on the show, but we have a special guest who is been on our show a couple times when we it's do very our special stuff steve um, how's it going buddy uh doing well doing well how are you good good you usually are our dm but this time you were not our dm i was not and it was glorious <laughs> yes you got to be a player on this uh oh, yeah and of course what we're reviewing is dungeons and dragons versus rick and morty and uh, the, the viewers and the listeners probably already heard or saw the unboxing part of it. So we're going straight into the adventure. So it's a little, little spoilery. Um, and of course, uh, Paul, you have it up, but I, it's kind of fading out. Great. But that's okay, because I know an, when you, when there you, you go. edit this thing, you can throw it up on here. So I can, yes. That's cool. That's cool. So let, why don't we begin by talking about like what, uh, who, who did what? So I was Summer, who um, you so know, pretty character. Uh, that is uh, Morty's sister. And um, Summer was in this particular adventure, a fighter, kind of a archer type fighter. And, and name is Arya, a half elf. She had great cans. And Rebeculus, what did you do? <laughs> so this was, it was confusing to be a pretend player being another pretend player, but I was uh, Morty, which is cool. And my character's name was Keth, not Keith. Mm-hmm. Keth. And I was a uh, rogue, yes. right? Yes. Yes, thank yes. you. you were Correct. Rogue of some, I inspected a lot of doors. I did a lot of door yes. inspections. I know a lot about doors now. I don't think you ever found a trap on a door, so that trap um, with your name on it is still out there somewhere. You got to roll higher than a five, probably, to actually get something on a door. So. There were no traps on any, any doors. What's I the point? What's the point of having high investigation if a door is just a door? Well, sorry. That's all right. It was unsatisfying. One, one day you'll forget to check a door and it'll be trapped. Yeah. And uh, Steve, what did you play? Uh, Amaranthia Lion, uh, which is Beth, plays her. Uh, and she is a horse, horse cleric. <laughs> horse cleric. Yes. Uh, High yeah. medicine, high animal handling. Nice. The uh, other characters that we had, we did have uh, some of our other friends played with us. Uh, a guy named Bill, uh, Bill Williams, and then we had uh, Doug, who was with us. And they each played, I think Doug played Kira Bravin, which is uh, basically, um, oh, why can't I remember? Jerry! Jerry, that's right, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Half-elf half wizard, and of course, Meatface, which really is no character on Rick and Morty. And that was played by uh, by Bill. Now these were pre-generated characters that come with the game, but um, really, and I think based upon all of you, uh, you really didn't need to have to have the pre-generated characters. Um, you could have just had a regular. You could have rolled. Oh character. yeah. Well, it yeah, you're calling. Oh, I guess that doesn't help. Doesn't work. Doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's terrible. It is terrible. Uh, but what, yeah, I think it's it, what's more important is the show character you play than the D and D character you play. Right. I think it was it was hard to play. I'm not used to doing pre gen because I like do, rolling out my own character. But in a way, it was kind of fun because you had to play uh, the the character. You're, you're I think Rebecca, like you said, said the best. You're playing a character, playing another character. I guess because that's basically yes. what you're doing. Plus, I was unfamiliar with Rick and Morty. This kind of forced me to actually watch about right. six episodes. I'm six episodes in. I could not get Morty's voice. I tried. It just came out. You, like you did 
Well, and well, Morty sounds like a little girl. You That's did true. pretty well. <laughs> I I enjoyed it. You certainly it don't fun. have to play the game uh, with regenerated characters, but it's fun to do it. And especially if you want, if you're a fan of Rick and Morty, which which I am. Um, but what I liked about this is it really teaches you about the game of D and D. And in fact, um, Paul, who who DM'd it. Um, Talk a little bit about the uh, because it's divided into two books, and then we talk a little bit about the unboxing. But there is a uh, it, this is a great intro into D and think probably one of the best intros in D. It really is. This, this is the best rule book. Um, How so? It makes things understandable. Um, some of them have, have been suspect. Hmm. Right. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. I was a little confused. I didn't get it first. I'm sure it was said that Rick was the DM. And then I grasped that. And then at the end, when the tables turned a little, I was, I was a little confused about where Rick and, was. And I, but um, Rick <laughs> is kidnapped by somebody. I don't know who. Somebody who likes butterflies and flowers and yes, nice, pretty exactly. things. That was yeah, my favorite Rick part. does not. The butterfly room. I like that. That was fun. And, uh, and Paul, you did this in, as if Rick himself was DMing this, right? You were kind of challenging. I tried. I, uh, I don't watch the show. Well, there's your first mistake. So um, I did my best. I think you're naturally uh, Rick-like enough I am very much that, yes. that it worked pretty well. I, okay. I, don't, I don't know if the rest of you actually I, – I did end up kind of doing my homework on this and reading it before we went on the podcast, but I did I, read the adventure. I don't do homework. It was, a, <laughs> well, it was a pretty easy read. I mean, the, and I think both of you or who, who played it with me can probably agree. It's kind of your traditional dungeon crawl type. Um, well, like, traditional-ish. Traditional in that, yeah, it's pretty much a dungeon crawl where you're going kind of room to room and discovering new things and having new weird things happen. Pretty untraditional in in the sense that there were like a lot more butts and <laughs> weird. There was kind of almost old schoolish, and there was a lot of, well, this room's right here, but really this room is this other thing. Uh, don't don't regard the map at all. Just kind of, you know. And it's it's kind of the old schoolish of everything's bizarre, and it's it's not like a s area that makes a lot of sense. It's not there to be make sense. It's there to confound you, confuse you, uh, entertain you, and it just kind of be wild thing. Right. And for. Uh Rebeculous, um, did you feel, well, actually, Steve, you, you too, you didn't, both of you are not big, you didn't really watch uh, Rick and Morty until just recently getting in this adventure, so did you feel like not knowing Rick and Morty, was it difficult for you, or was it, did you feel like you had to know the jokes, and you had to know the, 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 the cartoon in order to understand this? Uh, I didn't know the me-seeks, that would have, that would have been nifty. I don't know that would have helped in the playing of the game, but it's nice to be familiar with your, with your yeah. background. And I saw that Meeseeks episode after we encountered them. And I thought, gosh, darn it. I could have added a few more little humorous things to my, my you speech. If I would have known. What's that? What? You had the Meeseeks button on you the whole time. Yeah. We uh, used the Meeseeks. Oh. Yeah. Did not. So we, yeah. Did not know that. Say yes. So oh, the answer to your question is yes. It would have been very helpful. <laughs> but I did buy the first season because of this campaign, and I still oh. have a couple left to watch. So, so yeah, I like it. Do you guys, do you guys feel like uh, someone uh, new? Let's say I'm new to D and D, or uh, I don't know Rick and Morty. Could you still play this game? Was it still enjoyable? Yes. How do you think it was okay? Yeah. I feel like if you're new to D and D and haven't watched Rick and Morty. It, this might be confusing, but that's just me. I'd be like, why I, are we doing, like, I wouldn't get it. But that's yeah. just on, me. On the other hand, my 
long ago introduction to D&D, things tended to be even far stupider than this. Uh, so, and probably more childish and, and all that. So I, I could see it being fine. I could see it bringing in somebody who's less uh, serious, interested in fantasy and all that, and more just wants to mess around and have a good time and, and have butt jokes with friends and things. <laughs> See, I'm a little more, I'm a little more, you know, if you had like a Winnie the Pooh D&D. Now there, there's things I know, you know? Pooh could be like a warrior. Okay, sorry, another like conversation. A, for me, it was White Plume Mountain plus butts. Yeah. Plus, plus butts? Very good. Oh. Plus butts. White, okay. White Plume Mountain plus butts, that'll be, uh, Yeah. that's a quotable quote, right? Although sometimes minus butts. <laughs> yeah. Also, minus butts. Yes. So, uh, what we'll put up, if Paul can do this in post edit. Um, <laughs> oh, what we, what we got, uh, what you'll see right now, I hope, um, is the map of the uh, dungeon that we went through, and you can see there's about thirty nine right. rooms. This is, as you can see, you know, it looks like a dungeon crawl. Were there thirty nine? Did we hit all of them? Are we seeing this? We. Uh, uh, not right now. Wait, right yes, now. I see it right now. Right. Oh, I'm making this, okay. I'm making this happen, okay. Yes. How, ma how many rooms did we hit? We, I think we hit About most 30. Of them. <gasps> Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, that went fast. I didn't even know that. That's cool. And uh, it's basically divided into a third as I was reading the, the, um, the adventure, though. We ended up taking, I think, two extra weeks. Oh, by the way, spoilers. Um, yeah, we're, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> but we were going to handle that in the intros, in the outros and the intros. But anyway, so we've got uh, 39 runes. It goes from first level to third level. Uh, Paul, what uh, did you have to do to prepare for this as a DM? Is there anything that people should know about this? Well, I had to uh, learn how to operate um, VTT Forge. Foundry, uh, which, yes. Uh, which other Steve mm -hmm. on my, my lower left <laughs> helped me with a lot. Um, that was uh, kind of difficult. I'm trying. Uh, the map uh, was hard. You know, you probably uh, kind of looking back, yeah, because the map didn't. There are all these rooms that are like on the map. It's like 20 feet across. But in the text, it's like, actually, it's just this giant extra dimensional room. Mm. Pretty, pretty much could have got away much more with just kind of doing it all verbal and maybe showing some yeah. pictures and stuff. That's uh, there, there is so much extra dimensional space. In <laughs> Except in that very last circular room when there was supposed to be more and we were all just yeah um, um, that was not big enough for, for a dragon I would, and it seemed like to me to each room uh, even though a traditional dungeon crawl doesn't have a lot of role play role playing in it or puzzles I'd say this had a lot of role playing and a lot of puzzles into it probably a good chunk of it so you might run into a room let's say with sturges or goblins but you're going to be interacting with the goblins because they're making there was nothing. Yeah. There was nothing normal in the module. So yeah. there was no, look, here's orcs. Let's fight orcs. It's like, here's orcs. They're throwing a dinner party or something and we're getting, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah, recruited to help out and things. Here's a room completely filled with um, goblins wearing yellow shirts and blue shorts. Um, yeah. It's like you can't move through this room. <laughs> What's going on? Um, yes, that's where the theater of the mind comes in. Yeah. Yes. The rule book is the best rule book for D&D for to start. Mm -hmm. Is it because it's but, easy? Or simpler? Because uh, they explain things better. Well, well, I think we'll, we'll put it this way. Paul was going to take us through Curse of Strahd, and he put us through this. 
This is probably a lot more easier than Cursor Strong, probably. Oh, definitely. But <laughs> um, I have a in-person things I want to use for Cursor Strong. Yes. And yeah, I'm not a person because the pandemic sucks. Stupid pandemic. So this, what's great about this, I think, uh, Steve, you brought it up too, is that you, you, you can do a lot of this with theater of the mind. You don't necessarily have to do this. Um, you don't have necessarily have to have the maps and the minis and all that for this if you don't want to. Um, yeah, especially since uh, is so much of it is situations you're put into, weird situations that you have to react to or negotiate or talk to people or figure out what's go what what's happening. Um, and and there is some combat in it, but you know it, it's not like certainly not a tactical thing at all. You can just kind of describe things and just do theory of the mind combat, and and it'd be. I think this is a module that really benefits from that because most of it is about absurd situations, not about how how many feet away the orc is. Yeah, and yeah, there's right. a lot of rooms that are. A the especially complicated, like the um the Applebee's room, whatever that was, <laughs> with the servers and the slaughter fest, the slaughter fest room. Oh my gosh, yeah. that was cool. Gone on for three or four rounds, um, but that was the Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, um, yeah, the Chuck E. Cheese right. thing. Yeah, that was great. But kind of boring. I liked the concept. I didn't think it was boring. I liked that. Well, if you guys would have died three or four times, it would have been bored. Well, maybe so. Yeah. Did you, so, Paul, did you... Yeah, it was to kill you three or four times, and then you make it through. You did wanted you to kill us, didn't you? You wanted I that did. to happen. You wanted to cause us pain. What is this about DMs who aren't happy for their characters when they, yeah. they live? I guess I'm. They live all the time. It gets, gets boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Paul, did you feel like you had to tweak the encounters at all? Did you feel like they were. I hard? should have made things a, a little bit harder. Okay. It should have been a tiny bit harder, and um, Jerry should have died more. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Me too. And, uh, and, and Steve and Rebeculus, did you feel that the, the encounters were challenging, or did you feel uh, uh, maybe too easy? I thought some of the puzzles were. Yeah, well, in, like I said, the the encounters in this were not. I mean, it, to me, it was kind of irrelevant. Okay, we fight some things sometimes and get to roll dice, and that's fun. But the the real magic of this was all in just the ridiculous situations he ended up in, right. and that was the fun bit. So. So combat almost was a little break from that on occasion. The one I really did like was the one where we run into our alternate reality selves. Oh, yes. and you each pair off and fight your alternate reality self in private. That was really cool. Uh, and then all join back together not knowing, you know, which, which Jerry is this? Because uh, it really doesn't matter which Jerry it is. It's the one that won. It's the one that one shot at himself. That is pretty cool. Yeah, that, that was a good one where we had right. battled each other, our clone, our doppelganger, and whoever won just continued on with the adventure. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? That, that, was a, that was great because first you guys had to kill yourselves. Yeah. And then the next room you had to kill each other. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that was great for the DM. Was that the one? I like the one where you sent us secret messages. That was the that was the one where you had to kill each other. That was fun. So I texted everybody um, messages. Like here's how here's how you're handling the situation. You have to protect this giant gross thing from your family. And other people were like, you have to kill the giant gross thing. I got to protect the giant gross yes. thing. Yes. That was fun. That was great. Yeah, that was neat. That was new and cute. I like that. I liked all the puzzles. Yes. It was great. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever been through anything like that. So that was that was pretty pretty cool. Uh, it also was funny when Jerry just one shot the doppelganger Jerry one shot at our own Jerry, and then oh yeah, the yes. doppelganger had to be part our new character. <laughs> well, and 
if you notice, alternative reality Jerry turned out to be much more competent than our Jerry. So I felt like we won. There you go. Was that when he stopped waiting in the hallway all the time and, and then actually oh, came no, in he and never did some stuff? No. Oh. Yeah, he kept doing that. I got. I got to be thing. careful because when D and D, when you see doppelganger, that's an actual creature. So you're right. Alternate reality. Yeah. Uh, no, that, that was that was Jerry. Yes, I was Jerry. From another yes. universe, Jerry. Jerry. Jerry killed Jerry, and then Jerry died. Right. Oh, Jerry. Just like um, Kath killed Kath, and Kath died. And I I killed my alternate reality summer rather quickly. Um, like yeah. Two rounds or whatever. One. So, <laughs> how hot? Well, how hot was that summer? Was that summer hot? Or was that summer not hot? Oh, not hot. <laughs> okay. I like this summer. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, I, I, and then it uh, it got really, really super weird. I we won't I won't go too much into it, but it got super weird at the end. Uh, but um, it was a decent conclusion to the to the game. Well, I, here's the problem. I told you guys to level up to level four. You did that. And then I said, make sure you level up to four. And everyone took those level up to five. Of course, you're, I, the, pic, the picture you put, by the way, you should look at your Facebook post. It, it has a five on there. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it does, mofo. It's yeah. a five. <laughs> a five. Oh, shit. Besides, yeah. I, I, know. I, I mean, why not? Let's let's um, let's expedite it when we're playing a short campaign. Five five was appropriate. DM, man, you don't drink a DM. <laughs> That'll um, be another episode. So like, fine, great. Young green dragon. Sure, whatever. <laughs> it was one round. Yeah, I can't remember. It was yeah. still fine. Yeah, it was good. We had a good time. We had a good time. So, what'd you guys uh, think overall of the adventure with compared to other adventures? Maybe a good good starter. Um, well, or maybe you mean compared to one? our other non-Rick and Morty adventures? Yeah. 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 Oh, you froze, Blue Samurai. No, you are I'm... frozen in the COVID. Yeah. yeah. You look yeah. frozen. Anyway. Uh-oh. You are frozen. You are frozen. Internet's right unstable. All right. So I'm back again. Right? You see me? <laughs> okay. So. New what uh, what do you think of uh, what do you guys think of the adventure overall? It was fun. I give it four butts. <laughs> out, of, out of how many butts though? Five butts. There is a multiverse full of butts, but I give it four. <laughs> okay. No, I thought it was a I thought it was a good time. I mean, it wasn't a serious thing, but it's like right. you know, it doesn't have to be. You can sit around and do weird strange stuff and enjoy it and it's a nice little interlude type thing which is what we used it for um and i'm glad we played it i had fun i i enjoyed playing with the steves as uh co-players instead of dms that was kind of cool 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 no it was fun i liked it i like the shortness of it i like the i liked it all i like the puzzles i feel like our dm could have you know done a bit more with his voices and characterization, uh, you know, just saying. I don't watch Rick and Morty. I'm sorry. You should have drooled more like Rick. <laughs> I'm Mr. Paul. Look at me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so you should have had the, yeah. Oh, well, you, you actually had some, um, you, you DM'd us uh, for other adventures. Uh, I think the box, the starter set and the essentials kit. So what do you yeah. think of that compared to this? If you had to uh, begin new adventures, um, like people brand new to D&D, would you, what, what would you recommend? If I was buying a kit as a DM, I would buy this one, Rick and Morty, because the rule book does a much better job. If I knew what I was doing, I would buy the essentials kit. Okay, but of course, what I did was I ran you guys through the beginner set, <laughs> right. um, which was great. But it's from 2015, 2014. Right. They they hadn't quite figured it out yet. It's a good yeah. adventure, but 
um, it was more difficult. Yeah, I think overall this is probably a good adventure for, uh, I mean, just like Steve said, for a break. Uh, if you are in a current adventure just going on, it's dragging your DM needs a break or the players need a break, I think this is probably a good adventure to to go on. And if you're completely new to D&D, if you want to learn about 5th edition and the rules, I think it's a good opportunity to, to play yeah. something like this. Um, and, I mean, I think we took a little longer because we were dealing with the, the virtual world and trying to figure out Forge and, and Discord. But um, I, I think something like this is probably a lot shorter than... It took us about five weeks, I think, to completely go through it. And, and when I say five weeks, we, we meet once a week. 24 hours a day for five <laughs> weeks. But I, I think it probably could be done in, in eight hours, probably, I think. Um, if you could. didn't have the virtual, if you didn't have to deal with the virtual tabletop. And, Ow. I can't, but, but. Overall, yeah, I, I highly recommend mm -hmm. it. So Yeah, it was fun. So Geeks of Cascadia gives it a thumbs up. Thumbs up your butthole. Thumbs up. And there you go. Cats. Triple triple butthole. Three buttholes. <laughs> triple buttholes. <laughs> Three butts. Thumbs up your cat's butthole, too. All right. So uh, does anyone have any uh, parting words before we uh, leave this segment? Not after that. All right. <laughs> you can't top the three butts. All right. Well, with that, uh, I will... We'll catch you, catch you later. Hopefully we'll uh, get on a new adventure. I know we're on Steve's, uh, Steve's adventure. We'll be doing that. And maybe, uh, maybe we can get a curse of Strahd and we can do a review that someday or Ernest or Baldur's get Yes. Yes. So, with that, I'll catch you later. That was pretty complete. And that was a nice review, right? We all, I think we covered everything. Yeah. I like that. That was good. We did okay. I thought we did great. I know there is a lot there, but I think if someone was thinking about getting this game that, and they watched our podcast, I think they would be, I think they'd be getting the game. I think it's a good game to start off with. If you're new to D&D and you want to know about what If you're nude to D&D? Nude. I said new. Who plays like that? I'm not wearing pants. Oh. Anyway. Now we know. New to D&D, you should check it out. It's, it's new, to D, D, new to D. Um, D. Paul, would you... I'm just going to ignore you. Paul, um, <laughs> that's not the first Are you going to continue on with our adventure, or what, what do you think? Pro probably that's it. Just yeah, one if shot. If you want to. Yeah, if you, if you want to have um, um, the, the characters from Rick and Morty playing other characters. Because that's not game Because it's so meta. We can do that. I've got the the book Rebecca and Susan got me for my my forty my fortieth. Oh my god, I'm so old. My fiftieth birthday. Oh. We can, oh yes. Play, play, play oh yes. The Rick and Morty characters. That's but, actually kind of cool. But that would be the only Rick and Morty ness of it, right? Would be the characters. Well, they can travel through time and space and. S-H-I-T. Multiverse of opportunities for us. Oh, cool. Yes. You're only limited by your imagination. Yes. Right. Yes. Or something. Well, uh, I hands. think that's it for the show. Do we have anything else to uh, maybe sign off with? Just remind people that you can uh, contact us at geeksofcascadia at gmail.com or uh, geeksofcascadia at Twitter. Also, Paul, you've got that number, phone number you want to Two zero geeks. Okay. I think we should six one geeks. Two zero eight six one geeks. I think we should or take turns. You can take a um, pistachio shell, but only one the ones that have been colored green, and whisper into that shell and bury it under a rhododendron at midnight with your secret message and then we'll get that message. Um, Paul gets that message. Cause I, so... <laughs> I have the hookup. I think we should take turns holding on to the, the phone, the phone that you got that connects with that. So they can call their phone. favorite. That's, that's your own personal phone. phone. You can have my phone. Oh, well, I thought you got some burner phone. Nobody to have can the see your number. phone, Paul, when you get the, 
background. Um, anyway, <laughs> so uh, I guess with that, um, I guess we can sign off now. Okay. Sure. I guess. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So in that case, embrace the nerd. From a distance. And I hope you make that saving throw. Cascadia podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon. So, are we just starting over? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell Paul is very angry right now. Okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> He's going to be more drunk at the end. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll, yeah. I was trying right. to be more sober this time. All right. So, Rebecca says one. Yes. <laughs> okay, just want to make sure that gets in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, geeks. Blue Samurai here, and I am with... 